Over the next couple months, we have an incredible sponsor that I'm going to keep telling you about. It's Yukon River Knives. Yukon River Knives exists to support missions work in rural Alaska by providing outdoor enthusiasts with premium quality knives. A portion of every purchase goes to helping advance the gospel in rural villages in Alaska. Featuring both handmade and high-quality production knives, Yukon River Knives has curated some of the finest and most useful knives in the market. Go check out their products at yukonriverknives.com and enter Shepherd's Crook at purchase for a coupon code and a 15% discount. As you guys know, in the past, I've worked with Buck Knives. Now, I love Buck Knives, but there's a difference with a knife like that, a mass-produced knife, and the Yukon River Knives. When I think about Yukon River Knives, I'm thinking about a knife that I can give down as a legacy piece to one of my grandsons, and I'm looking forward to that. Also, their small game knife is going to be my primary knife that I use for whitetail season this year and for my boar hunting trip in the early spring. Their knives feel great in the hand, and you can just tell looking at it and the feel of it that it's a well-balanced, great knife with a sharp edge, and it's going to last for a lifetime, and not just my lifetime, but multiple lifetimes. Yes, you can go buy another stock knife, or you can check out what Yukon River's doing and get you a nice, quality, premium knife that you're going to be able to hand down to your grandkids. Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. The Shepherd's Crook exists to provide care, counsel, and resources for pastors. You can get more information at theshepherdscrook.co. My name is Jared Sparks, and I'm a pastor coming alongside other pastors, reminding them of the chief pastor. Hello, and welcome back to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. I hope you guys are all doing well today. We're going to talk about the benefits of having a home office or a home pastoral study. I'm going to tell you the three big reasons why I love it and encourage you to consider this as an option. I'm not going back. That's the deal. I love having a home office. I love inviting people in, so I'm going to give you three big reasons why. Let's go ahead and pray. Ask for the Lord's help, as we always do. This is a very intentional part of the show, not just a, an added element just because, but because I really need help as I'm working through this. And I always want to ask the Lord to do that. And so let's just go to him together. Father, we just thank you for this time. We always need help every day in all that we do. We thank you for the breath that's in our lungs. We thank you for the tasks that you have set before us today. We want to honor you in them. Give us the strength to do it and to do it with joy. We trust you're going to do that. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, it is almost over. September is has come. October is about to be here just this Saturday, I think, is October the 1st, which means our time working with Yukon River Knives is coming to an end, which, uh, I, I mean, I just want to encourage you to jump out there and get a Yukon River Knife while you can get that 15% discount, and you can get a knife that's going to last you forever. It's just a great quality knife. I've loved it, and I'm looking forward to using mine this fall and uh, winter time as well. So you ought to check that out. Follow the link in the show notes and you can pick you up a Yukon River knife, a legacy knife, baby, something that's going to last. All right, I want to give you three big reasons, and I've categorized these with the three Ps of why we can, uh, three Ps here, so it's kind of, kind of funny, but uh, PPP, why we're going to be considering and why I would ask you to consider the possibility of a home study or a home office, having that be your primary area of work. Now, as many of you know, pre-industrial age, the father was around the home, and the sons were learning the trades of their father. This has been the way things have been I'm all the way back for millennia, 
where sons would learn manhood, learn what it means to be a father, learn what it means to be a husband from their dad. They would learn a trade, a skill, and they would work with their hands. Their hands would be calloused right along with their dads, right side by side with their father. They would work together, and then it would be another generation of doing the exact same trade. They would raise up their sons, and there would be another generation of doing the exact same trade in the exact same way with some minor modifications here and there. You know, you always want to build on your father and figure out what he did right and then repeat that. And then anything that he could have done better, you want to do that better. And this is how things have been in the family unit. This is how households have worked for so long. Industrial age comes and the father is removed. And the the whole idea, I mean, it kind of just really fell into the books of history, the annals of history, where the sons would walk in the footsteps of the father. And all of a sudden, we've got generation after generation. And this happened and continued on for a while. But then what happened was sons would find and forge their own way. And they would walk away or against the ways of their father. And that's the generation, that's the era that I grew up in as, you know, really for the last 150 years or so, men have been walking away from the ways of the ancient path and trying to forge their own way and just hacking away at it, trying to do whatever they've got to do to survive. Now, in the last couple of years, what's been, I think, a positive benefit from the government hysteria and control has been people have rediscovered the home office. They've rediscovered working from home or working commute. And it's been a more of an accepted thing in society where people are working from their homes or working from their computers or whatever. And computer jobs aside, and the, the, the odd reality that we find ourselves that so many people can work remotely and not with other people side by side, there are some positive benefits to that. And in the, in the pastoral world, one of the things I want to encourage you with is considering the home study. I've been working from home now for the last six years and inviting people into our home for the last six years and making our home the home base for the pastoral ministry that I do. And it has been wonderful. It's been an incredible thing. And I'm not going back. This is something that's going to be a staple of pastoral ministry for me into the future by conviction. And it's been great. And so I just want to tell you about it. So I want to talk about three reasons why or three benefits of having an home pastoral study and you've seen this go around right instead of the man cave kick those out instead of that we need to rediscover the study okay this is what you can have in your own home so number one the big reason why I love working from home pastoring from home is presence you know in pastoral ministry we have this qualification that is a good thing for all men we all want to be qualified men in the home we don't want our, our homes falling into shambles. Every man in the local church should want his family to be healthy and thriving and loving his family, loving his kids. And if God has given him that, he wants to be a good steward of that and he wants the home to flourish. But you guys know this. You can go out, you can be an electrician, you can go out and be a business owner and your home life be in shambles and you don't get fired from your job. But in pastoral ministry, what's required is your family has to be healthy. You have to manage your own household well because how are you going to manage the household of God if your house is a train wreck? So the household of the pastors is going to be a microcosm of the health of the church. And eventually, the church will look like the house of the pastors. And so if the pastors are healthy, in in due time, generally speaking, the church is going to be healthy. If the pastor does a bad job shepherding his own family, well, he's just a bad shepherd and it's going to reveal itself within the context of the local church in a matter of time. And so you want to make sure, pastor, that your family 
is healthy. Now, pastors have had church offices for a long time, but if you look down and throughout church history, primarily, pastors are out with the people. They're spending time with the people, and they're doing work from their home study. This is what Charles Spurgeon did. He famously had his study uh, at his house that he lived in for the last 20 years of his life, and that now that study is on display at Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary in, in uh, Kansas City. Pretty cool. If you get a chance to go check that out, you ought to check that out. It's definitely worth it. But the first reason is just this presence. You get to live this pre-industrial age existence if you so choose, and if you see that as a value. And because you have this qualification uh, you know, on you of managing your own house well, being present at your house is, I think, a benefit. It gives you a leg up to be able to be present, be around, and be helpful in the ways that you need to be helpful. Now, it, there, certainly, this whole presence piece, it can, be, it can come with its challenges because you'll have your distractions. Now, everywhere you go, no matter where you do your work, no matter where you meet people, there's always going to be distractions, whether it's at Panera, whether it's in an office building, you're going to have a secretary that's knocking on the door, there's going to be people that come in, there's going to be phone calls that you get, texts that you get. You're going to have distractions everywhere. Why not have distractions in your home? Isn't it better, I think, it's better to have the distraction of a child, you know, one of my kids running in and saying, hey, Dad, can you fix this? than having a phone call or a knock on the door or something else like that. You're going to get your phone calls anyways. But it, it's the kind of distractions that you like. I mean, th those are distractions that are great. And of course, you're going to get the times where, you know, your wife's going to say, hey, I need your help with this for a second. Or you're going to hear something crash upstairs and somebody start crying and, and you have to figure out what's going on. But those are good kind of distractions. You're, you're present to be able to help. And you're going to give your distract, distraction time to somebody. You're going to be distracted everywhere. And you're going to give that time to somebody. Why not give your distraction time to your family? And so that's one thing that I love about officing from home. It's a pre-industrial age experience. This is a productive home. It's a productive household, which is the number two reason why I love and why I want to encourage you to, to see these benefits of working from home. Productivity. I am more productive working in my own space than I am working at Panera or working at a church building. You know, when you're in an office building, when you're in a cubicle or an office space that is not to your preference or it's not exactly what you like or, or you're, you're meeting your aesthetic ideal, then there's something about that space. And, and I don't know, this is maybe like kind of get a little weird for you or something, but I just work better in a, in a space that I enjoy. And this office behind me, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I said behind me because I'm doing a video here for Gab. But I love having my books here. I love having my library here. I love being able to look around at my office and it's designed the way I want it to be. And there are things in here that are aesthetically appealing to me that I enjoy. It's a, it's a place that I am most productive with my sermon prep. I can pray without being you know, without it being weird if people hear me, it's my family would hear me, but I can just, I can be present here and enjoy it and I can do work in the way that I do work best. And so I like having this space at home and I think if you can get a little space, a nook or cranny, and if you don't have an actual office at your house, if you can find a place that you can make aesthetically appealing and ideally in, in your home, obviously we're talking about the benefits of the home office here, the home study, then I think that you can make your work as most productive as you can in a space that you've designed, that you've worked out, that you enjoy, and that you just like being in. And so for me, I am the most productive in my sermon preparation here at this office. And then the other thing in this study is that is great, and it goes along with a little bit what I was just talking about with the distractions, when you have a break at an office building or at Panera or wherever, 
you spend your break, you may call your family, you may you know take 15 minutes and you may go on a walk or something like that. But here's what's so great about working from home, officing from home. When I have a break, when I take 15 minutes for a break or something like that, I can go up and I can clean the garage real quick. Real quick, I can go up and finish that little project that I needed to finish. I can go finish whatever I, Ransom needs me to do for his toy or whatever it may be. I can actually go and do some work that I need to do and my family is watching me do this work and I can say, hey buddy, come on, I need help guys, come, come help me real quick. We need to go do this. Or I can go finish weed eating real quick. Whatever it may be, you can be more productive in your household by officing and studying from home. Three, the three, third big reason is people. You want to invite people in to what God is doing in your family. Now, if your family is healthy, you want to include people in that. You want them to see that health. You want them to come here and be present. When Jordan, when I have people over, Jordan does such a good job of making people feel welcome and making people see like, man, having a home, having a household, building this productive place, this is how the kingdom of God works. And man, I want that. And, you know, I have young guys that come over here, and, and I disciple all the guys that I meet with here. We come here. I don't meet them out and about. Sometimes, you know, like today, I'm having a lunch meeting. There's going to be times that I go out and meet with people, and that's always going to be the case. But it's just so great to invite people in and for them to enjoy. And I, I get to be a steward of the house that God is giving me. This is a gift. I mean, I... We, all, we tell the kids all the time, we didn't earn this place. And if you don't know the story of how we are, where we are, God provided for us this home, and we want to be a good steward of it. And so we want people to be invited in. We want them to see the productivity here. We want them to experience the presence of God here. And so this, this place is a special place for us. We, we with I, by the, you know, I don't want to make the James mistake and say we're going to die here, we're going to be buried here, or something like that in the backyard. But that's what we hope. We love it here. And property taxes aside that we don't love, we love being where we are, and we want to invite people into that. And so these three, it's like the three P's, presence, productivity, people. That's why I office or have my home study, and I absolutely love it. And like I said, I'm not going back. I would turn your attention to your home. Is it a place that you can work? Is it a place that you can be? And instead of going on and, and just you know, adopting industrial ideas and uh, CEO and business models and practices and applying it to the church and going and sitting in a cubicle all day, why not invite people into your home? Why not make that the home base of operations for your pastoral ministry, the home? That's what you have to be qualified. And if people, you know, recognize that you are qualified, they have to be around your home at some point or another because if they think you're qualified but they've only met with you in a church building or at Panera, how are they going to know that your home life is actually quali- that you're qualified at home? And so my encouragement to you and challenge to you is get home, office from home. And I think if you do that, you won't go back. There's so much joy here. So guys, I uh, want to thank you again for continuing to listen. Please like, subscribe, share, spread the word. I need your help as always to do that. And thank you so much for coming back. If you have any questions about the ministry, you can go to theshepherdscrook.co. Hope you guys have a good rest of your day.